Amused Boosh is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improved. It's like a sushi bar for alcohol, and I love it. All right, hello everyone. My name is Jen. My name is Abby. And this is Amused Boosh. Batch number 10, Vince from Idlewild joining us here in the studio. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Good. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, Abby. I'm super excited about this special guest of ours. Um, First and foremost, we have had a previous special guest here this evening that our podcast listeners will have already uh, heard, but because of the way that things work, um, we're a little bit uh, lubricated. What? Well, that's okay. (laughs) Your opinion is different than my opinion. (laughs) Just like notes on a whiskey, uh, things, everybody's opinion's a little different, which is all right. How profound. But we're going to continue the theme here of sort of spirit-based interviews and talk to Vince about his business, Idlewild. Um, So first and foremost, hey, thank you for being here. No, my Uh, pleasure. Thanks for having me. So we we were able to take a quick visit to Idlewild. It was not long enough. It was not long enough. We should have stayed longer. I should have had an Uber driver drop me off there, and then we could have extended the the visit. So talk to us just about the general concept of of Idlewild, how it came to be, and, and sort of your vision for it. Well, it's just, it is a cocktail bar. It's it's very simply a cocktail bar. Um, nothing too fancy about it. I think the whole no menu thing, which is what people always say when they, it's their first time there. Oh, I heard this place has no menu. Yeah, um, it's a new thing for Charlotte. It's definitely not a new thing in the beverage world. Sure. Um, but I figured, why not? Why not Charlotte? I had, I'm not from here originally. I am from New York, hmm. uh, which is where I picked up a lot of my experience. And I came into the opportunity, me and a business partner to open a bar and we looked around and we really liked Charlotte, settled on it. We thought not only for personal reasons, but obviously for business reasons. Mm. Um, and they don't have anything like this out here yet. So that's why we were like, okay, let's do Charlotte. Yeah. They didn't have anything, no. but now they do. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely, you know, there's cocktail bars here, just not doing this particular concept. Yeah. Um, and it's not like it's, I don't know, I think a lot of people, when they come in, they put a lot of oh, you guys are mixologists kind of thing. And we try to maintain the mentality that we're just a bar, but doing really nice drinks. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, yeah. don't, we don't try to take ourselves too seriously. You know, we like what we do, and we have a lot of passion for it. Um, but it's not like, you know, the, the stereotypical snobby cocktail bar. At least we try not to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how did you get your start in mixology? Tell us a little oh, bit about your know. background. I, I did everything for a while. I was in the military for a bit. I was in coding for a bit. I was a copywriter for a bit. And then I kind of just decided one day, it was like, oh, I just work in a bar, see what it's like. Um, and then that kind of grew into working in a bunch of different restaurants in New York. Um, I started a dive bar, then moved into nicer restaurants, then moved into cocktail bars, and then next thing I know, I have a bar. So it's kind of like a, not what I expected when I was a kid. I, I want to grow up and be a bartender. That wasn't... Mixologist. <laughs> right, right, excuse me. <laughs> Don't sell yourself short. <laughs> right. I remember, I specifically remember being like five, six years old and thinking about bars and like, oh, I can never talk to people. Like, I was such a shy kid and then uh, now it's what I do for a living. Now so we're forcing you to do it. That's right. I'm so sorry. This is <laughs> no, the most no, no. painful experience. <laughs> no, it's totally life. different now. I don't know what happened somewhere along the way, I guess. And it so. sounds like you found your passion. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. So what was it about Charlotte that made you think, 
obviously, because again, like you said, we didn't really have anything like that here. It was just you, the nice cocktail bars. They have sort of the preset thing. And if you ask for them to change anything, it felt like a little bit of a no-no. Um, so what made it what made it the right place for this type of, of the market for sure? Just like you see, I mean, it's obvious you look around all these places coming into town. Hmm. There's, you know, good and bad. There's a lot of independent restaurateurs or people in this industry coming to open their things, and there's a ton of chains yeah. coming. Yeah. Um, so I'm not the only one, I guess, who saw like, hey, there's some real potential here to have a successful business. Uh, and then on top of that, it's just a really nice place to live. Um, it's comparing where I'm from to Charlotte is it's not fair. It's just a very different experience mm. overall. Um, but the quality of life here is great. People yeah. are nice. Um, I think there's a lot of growth here. I've never lived in the South before long term, just a little bit. Um, so I figured a change of pace would be cool, too. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm very happy with how Charlotte has grown in the five years that I've been here. So I moved 10 years ago from New York, and mm. the thing that struck me was how sarcastic people sounded when they were being really nice. Bless right. I was heart. like, no, you have a blessed day, <laughs> asshole. Excuse <laughs> me, there's another syllable in that it's to have a blessed day? How dare you? But it was it was jarring, right? Because I, I only spent a year in, in New York, um, and I was fresh out of college and was sort of just starting to become a grown-up. And it was just a really, I think, in the last five years even, Charlotte has grown like crazy. But 10 years ago, it was not quite what it is now, but it was certainly still a medium-sized city. Right. Um, when so you got here, must sorry to interrupt you, it must have been so different. Because when I got here, it's still full of people from everywhere else. It was right. starting to become that. Right. But, and I was one of them, right? But I think the appetite for... Higher culture, I think we'll, we'll call it, is it, still it's still growing, and it's not quite I think where some of us would like it to be. But oh no, it's 10, 15 years behind as yeah. far as like what people are looking for, and that's not I don't mean that as an insult uh, when I say like oh it's ten, it's just it's not here yet, yeah, or there's not a market for it or whatever you want to say, right? I think there, you, like you're saying, you're starting to see that appreciation for it or that mm -hmm. you know people want to go and spend their money at that kind of thing, but right. it's not anywhere near another major city. It's just not. Yeah. We're baby stepping. Right. Yeah. We're and growing. we're we're, we're helping it grow. Exactly. Hopefully. We are trying to patronize all the places. Yeah. Like make this happen for us. Yeah. And it's you know I think that this is part of what makes Charlotte so great and so interesting is the fact that we have so many long term tenant type of mom and pop mm -hmm. restaurants and and other some holding on places some are that not are making holding. it. <laughs> I mean it's been rough for everybody, right? And and people grow and and have to change with the time sometimes. It doesn't mean you have to sacrifice some of what makes your traditions great, but I think, you know, with this being such a transplant city, we've been really lucky to test and learn from a lot of different experiences and and it seems to me like Idlewild is doing quite well for itself. I think, you know, just and the experience itself, I, I really want to talk about in yeah. a minute here because it just blew my mind. Um, you know, I come from a background of really still being very early on in my alcoholic <laughs> education and career. Um, I'm a notorious lightweight, and um, I'm also I've always been uh, on the sweet side. And, and when we first came to to try out Idlewild, I didn't I don't know why I was like I don't expect Vince to be there. and there he is he's right there in front of me and uh, you know. Your, your question was like, you know, well, what do you normally drink, right? And taking that information and creating something from it that, um, you know, was was new and different for me and allowed me to try something I don't know that I would have normally taken a risk on. Mm -hmm. And I think that this really speaks to the uniqueness of Idlewild and why I think people should go and check it out is that you may have a perception of what you like, but 
let someone who really, you know, can give you opportunities to test and try things out just the way the city has done. Um, it just, it's a perfect mirror, I think, of the town. Right. I think part of the reason why I decided to do this kind of budgeting, I, I liked it the best. This is not my idea. This is a thing that's been done before by people who are way more talented than I am, you know what I mean? And I was fortunate enough to work at a lot of those places and learn a lot. So I owe those people everything. All these Since like 2000, these people have been doing this kind of thing. Um, but as they evolved, they realized why what works and what doesn't work. And what I like most of I should probably there do you that, are. right? There I am. <laughs> what I liked most about it is that conversation. You, most people, if they go into a fancy cocktail bar and they look at a menu with all these different things on it, they don't doesn't really tell you, unless you know what those things are, and even then sometimes it's not going to be what you expect, but you're not going to know what you're getting. You don't really know what you like, so you're going to stick to your comfort zone a little bit. So it's fun to have a conversation with someone who is willing to sort of step out of their, you know, loosen their boundaries a bit, and okay, so, you know, I like you, you like this, usually. Well, here's something that you probably wouldn't have ordered that sort of fits into that profile, but it's still a different experience, you know what I mean? Uh, and that's always a nice thing to see the guest really enjoy that. And their eyes light up. They're like, oh, wow, I actually like this thing. Yeah. Um, so people don't realize, I think most people are intimidated by alcohol when it comes to fancy bars and things like that. I, I think most people don't know as much as everyone pretends to know. Mm. You know what I mean? We're all playing the game. I mean, if I read a cocktail menu item, I know maybe three out of the six ingredients. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds vaguely like something that I would like. So I'll go for that. And I'll just plead ignorance to the rest of the ingredients that I don't know. Right. So for me, at least it offered a really nice opportunity to say, here are the things that I'm familiar with that I know that I like. And then the drinks that you created, you, you educated me on new ingredients that I would not have, I would not have recognized on a menu, nor would I have known what they did to to the drink that I had in front of me. So right. it was a, a neat opportunity, like you said, to push the boundary in small, manageable ways without feeling like you're off the deep end. And, and before we even get to the drinks themselves, the the ambiance of Idlewild itself is so incredible because it's not a huge location. It feels very intimate. Again, you're having a conversation with someone behind the bar to learn about, you know, what you're interested in trying and then getting that opportunity. But in front of you, it's like a sushi bar for alcohol. And I love it. There's just ice (laughs) in this beautiful snack bar in a snack bar. Right. And so, you know, we ordered a couple things to nosh on because otherwise we would never have been picking at all the cherries on Mm -hmm. the other side. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, it's just so beautiful. And, And to see all these ingredients in front of you, it really showcases is that you know drinks can be complex but they don't have to be and and you really seem to showcase those beautiful ingredients um and they they speak for themselves that's part of the philosophy of of this particular style of bartending that i really enjoy is a well executed drink you know i i I enjoy that the most and i think for a lot of people you can go and get a very you know a cocktail with like 14 different ingredients yada yada I don't think it's ever going to be as good as something that's... It's like Italian food. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Tell me everything about this. <laughs> Go on. But it's just Go simple, on. simple cooking. You know what I mean? It's, it's good ingredients. It's prepared well. It, there's like technique behind it and all that. And it's delicious. You know, you get a simple pasta is some of the best things you could eat. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying... Again, I'm not knocking the alternative. You know, sometimes you want to go out for some crazy cocktail or crazy dinner. Um, but I think Italian food is regarded the way it is for that reason, simplicity, right? That excellence in simplicity, I guess. Well, and if we want to get cheesy for a second, there's (laughs) there's an aspect of (laughs) mozzarella. (laughs) There's an aspect of Italian food that is 
prepared with love, right? And with the intention of taking care of somebody. And that's exactly what you're doing behind the bar is listening to the things that someone says and wanting to guide them through an experience that isn't going to push them outside of their comfort zone to where they're like, what the fuck is the strength that I'm right. looking at? But it's, it's something that, like, to your point, is something that they would not have chosen to experience. Um, that's the role of everybody's Nana, right? Like right. she's going to ask you to eat a vegetable every now and then. But maybe you'll like it. Try it anyway. Try it anyway, <laughs> which is my my food mantra. Um, you know, and and for me, I'm always very intimidated by going out and ordering something to drink because of where I have historically been. Which is, if I don't like something, I'm not going to drink it, and then I feel terrible leaving something out, yeah. especially when someone makes it with the care and intent that someone is making. At, you know, a place like Idlewild. And I had no problems. I, you know, the only reason I didn't finish my drinks is because I would have fallen on the floor. <laughs> but um, I loved everything that you had presented to me. And again, it almost made me, you know, not to like be overly emotional, but it almost made me want to cry because I was just like, I, I feel, this I feel heard and validated <laughs> with like, you know, all of these things that I've been saying. And it's like, I learned something new about myself, which was, you know, you, the most poignant thing you had said to me that whole evening was, it's all about balance. The fact that I always lended myself towards sweet things. But, you know, the drinks that you were presenting me with weren't necessarily overly sweet. They were well-balanced with everything else that was in that drink. And it just changed my entire perception of um, pineapple juice, bourbon. I mean, you know, you blew <laughs> yeah. my mind with everything that yeah. was happening there. So, yeah, it was a really, really great experience for me, again, to feel more confident in in being open to, to trying new things. Well, as you said that, a lot of people who come in, um, I, I think... If they get something, if someone gets something they don't like, we're always happy to make it again. Mm. Obviously, we're not going to charge them for the first one. You can finish it if you want, um, but usually they don't. Um, so <laughs> it's never been like a problem where someone has like <laughs> twenty like one subscribers. I don't like this one. I don't like this one again. Right. Um, but what you're saying, like people sometimes, I think they don't believe us when we say, "Look, if you, if you don't like it, we'll happily make you something else." You know, what I mean, if this wasn't exactly what you were looking for or what you expected. And oh no, it's fine, it's fine. It's like you're not hurting our feelings. Yeah. It's not a pain in the butt. Um, the only time it is is like if someone comes in and they say, "Oh, I want something with whiskey." And it's like anything else you like, anything you don't like, and they go, "No, I'm good with everything." And then you give them something. It's like, I don't like actually. I don't like lemon juice. I don't like this. All the stuff that's in the drink. Yeah. Like, oh, I just <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because we we had a question for you. Uh, and and speaking of um, you know the the Yelp review characters that we do on uh -huh. the show. We would love to know maybe if you have a most memorable experience of a, either a really successful, someone bur burst into tears like Abby, or <laughs> or was just like completely like inconsolable as far as getting a good drink in front of them. Or if they were even insofar as like, and I'll, I'll speak from my own experience working in um, at the melting pot in college where it's fondue, right? And a lot of people that are ignorant to what that is would come in and be like, wait a minute. I got to cook my own food. It's like, okay, well, <laughs> you just didn't know what you were getting into, and this is going to be difficult for everybody. Right. So we any do, experiences we, like that? We get people like that from time to time, which is fine, because they, they don't know where they are sometimes. Like, yeah. uh, they heard it's a good bar. They heard it's cocktails. So they go in, and they're like, oh, wait, I wasn't ready for this. You know, I didn't know there was no menu kind of thing. You know, they'll come and ask. But I can't, right now, I wish I had, I know there's been stories. But I have nothing off the top of my This is a question better suited for my staff, most uh -huh. likely. Cool. Because they're probably way more in the trenches than I am as far as like dealing with that kind of thing. Um, oh, man. I wish I had a story for you. You should have told me. I would have prepared ah, one. We should have. I would have I thought about it for a minute. And uh, If one comes to you, feel free yeah. to toss it out with Absolutely. an editor. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> obviously, the, the, 
the most memorable things to me are when people are happy, which is nice, right? And that's, I want to say, 97% of the people who come through the drink they get, they really enjoy it. And they're like, oh, wow, this is great. Everything so far has been really good. Sometimes people will give up and just, like, get a glass of wine. You know what I mean? Like, we'll make them, like, four drinks, and it's just not working for them. And these are always, almost always the people who didn't know what they were doing when they came in. Like, they weren't sure what to expect. Or they came in there, oh, can we see the wine list? And it's like, oh, we don't really, we have like a couple bottles. Red or white. Right, exactly. <laughs> or some bottles. Um, but we don't have a wine list. So they don't really like cocktails in the first place, as far as I'm concerned. Right? And that sounds really snobby. It's like, well, you don't like our drinks, you don't like cocktails. That's not what I mean. What I mean is they're just not here for that. Sure. So they'll just get a, you know, and we offer wine. We have $2 cans of beer for someone who's not, you know, they came with their friends. Their friends dragged them, oh, you got to come to this place. And they just really don't want cocktails. And so. Cool. Here's an Arrogance. Have you ever had somebody come in and say, "You made me this drink last time. I have no idea what it was." <laughs> that that happens all the time, <laughs> and it will tell someone the name of the drink. I'm sure you guys don't remember, uh-uh. especially because you're drinking. So it's I not like it's a, yeah. We're not. I'm not annoyed by that. And I don't think anyone is. It's just more like okay, cool. So I got to play the detective game and. What it looked yeah. like. Exactly. What else we took, we took pictures for proof just to be like, give me like, that again. This was not a vodka soda. So like <laughs> something that's based on like a classic cocktail that is something I'm completely ignorant to most of. Right. That I would just not be able to pluck at a thing. Yeah. No, no, most people don't know the names of these drinks. Um, but we do have a lot of people who have like on their notes on their phone, yeah. like the list of yeah. the drinks they've got so far. It was purple and there was lavender on it and it had egg white. Right, right, exactly. Mm-hmm, that's right. Perfect. So I know, I know what you're talking about. What well, is it? What's it was the, the uh, Violet Fizz. That uh, I that's it. Can we talk a little bit about this? Because again, this really to me speaks to what an experience Idlewild is. Because this was our our second set of drinks. We had already had our first drinks, which obviously we were like, we're gonna have a great time yep. here. Um, <laughs> already set our expectations. That, you know, the bar was there. Um, and Jen, you're in your conversation with Vince was I'm not a gin drinker I'm not a huge mm-hmm. fan of gin I'd love to try something that will change my mind about gin yeah um and, and this did it this did it and I tried it and I loved it and I hate gin right. <laughs> so I thought again the idea of changing our perception of, of what these drinks can be yeah. um, it's like unlocking or transforming the the base spirit I guess well much like Thomas taught us from Southern Grace once you sort of learn the basics and and have an appreciation for the art and I think that, to me, is part of the experience. I know that there's a bar at Idlewild, but there's also some smaller tables that are beautiful. And, again, the setting is lovely. But I would always want to be at the bar participating yeah. in that. It's like being at a hibachi grill or like <laughs> or sitting in an open kitchen right. and being able to watch we the We try chef. to get that experience at the table. You know what I mean? I, everyone who's taking orders from the server that night, um, they know what they're talking about. And it's yeah. the same kind of deal. You're doing the whole back and forth with them. You just don't get to really watch it as close. Yeah. Um, but... We try to make it so it's not like the only the talents behind the bar and on the floor you're getting like a second class experience or something like that. No, it's um, yeah, it, totally but it's, that. it's tough. There's something just about being. I like sitting at the bar. Yeah, you know, at a fancy bar, you get to watch what's going on and everything. Well, and, and for me at least, I enjoy going to places by myself and sitting at a bar is much more acceptable than it taking up a whole table. Yes, <laughs> I travel a bit for work, so going and sitting at the bar was not something that I could do for a year and a half. Oh, so God. anytime I can go and do that, it feels. I'm just reminded of how much more connected I am to the person that that is, again, trying to take care of, of the request that I have with some grace um, and not, again, like taking up a date table in the back. <laughs> I, ha- part- I have some guilt about that for my time in the restaurant industry. <laughs> we normally wouldn't sit one person at the table themselves anyway. Right. Just we for go, that. We don't want them to feel awkward. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, one thing I wanted to mention, um, 
I, I had thought about this recently. So you're talking about like, oh, I don't like gin. But in this drink, it tastes great. It's a good way to think about it is like if you're making something with chicken stock. You don't want to drink chicken stock by itself, mm -hmm. right? You maybe don't like the flavor of chicken stock yeah. in a glass. But when you eat it in a dish, it's used as like maybe you're making rice or something, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's totally different. It's not... It's got it's got a ton of chicken stock in there, right? Whatever cup, two cups of it, um, but you, you're not tasting chicken stock. It's all balanced. Two it's cups all of, of gin. Yeah, that's right. what. <laughs> two cups of gin. <laughs> right. Does that make sense? Does it that, absolutely does that sort makes of translate? sense. Well, and you told us that that the drinks that you were making have traditionally more of that base alcohol than a what typical we might get. cocktail would, and it wasn't overpowering. You At were all. kind of. I think what a warning sign to us, like, this is heavy stuff. So. Like, relax, Abby. You need to stop screaming into the camera. Yeah, I was surprised that that's not the standard in a lot of places. I always thought, so the two ounces mm. is kind of what we build everything around, which is, again, not my idea. It's the thing that's being done for a while. Yeah. A lot of these classic cocktails are built around that. Um, that doesn't seem to be the case in a lot of bars around here. It's like ounce and a half, I think, is the standard now. Like, if you get a neat pour it out of a while, it's going to be two ounces of whiskey or whatever. A lot of places an ounce and a half. Hmm. Or some places they do like one ounce, but no. I mean, have you met charlatans that get drunk? <laughs> well, that's what, people come to Idlewell and they have a bunch of drinks and they leave way more drunk than I think they intended to be because they're not used to We're all babies, a, a yeah. Cocktail. It's not even a baby thing. And, you know, again, this sounds, I, I hate to sound like condescending, but I think it's a lot of bars in back of the day hmm. were in full, they're not pouring sure. as much as they probably should be. So people aren't used to that, and so yeah. that becomes a standard. And yeah. then someone comes along, gives you two ounces of whiskey when you're expecting an ounce and a half every time you have a cocktail. Sure. You're catching up pretty quick to where your level is. You know what I mean? No kidding. Right, right. So <laughs> we get that a lot. I'll leave space here to edit, so you can take this out later if you don't want. Otherwise, hey, it's another Jacob episode. Jacob is here. Um, I'll say, in. yeah, a lot of the times with places, um, if if you want something that's not spirit forward, they'll just put less spirit in it. And so you get an ounce. Okay, well, you get three quarters of an ounce. Yeah. And so we'll just put more mix in there. Right. And, and this there is you how, go. You this is how on top of and speaking yeah. And speaking of um, people coming back later and being like, what was that thing you made me? Uh, someone once made me something, and it was an old-fashioned, and it had raisin in it. Do you know what? It started with a, it was like a, it was something like a Waldorf, but it wasn't a Waldorf. I don't know. We can usually figure it out. It had it had raisin bitters and a raisin in it, and I thought, Ugh. Are you just asking him for your yeah, own? Yeah, he's every, legitimately just every, asking, yeah. quizzing you. Everywhere, no. Everywhere I go, I'll be like, well, if I'm going to go off menu on a cocktail, I guess an old fashioned because I like whiskey. And then every time I get it, I go, oh, that's real sweet. That's a lot of sugar. Right. I go, oh, that's a lot of sugar. It's the sweet tea of cocktails. It's uh, my drink. I, I, I went to the first time I went to Idlewild, I was like, I want something like an old fashioned but spirit forward. And I got this beautiful thing. I know it was the name of a hotel in New York. McKittrick. Yeah, That's the one you, that was what it was. That's what it was. And I was, I was like, I, was like, I do this a, all the time. <laughs> I know it's a hotel in New York, and he put um, uh, raisin bitters and a raisin as a garnish on it instead of like a cherry. And it was the most delicious. This was thing like three I've ever years had. ago, yeah, right? Yeah, and I still remember that. And it was, uh, and then I had a smoky old fashioned with monkey shoulder, and it was delicious. What is monkey shoulder? Scotch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm We're just like, learning. ooh, tell no, me more it's about it. It's made of real monkey. Putting, yeah, putting literal monkey shoulders Look, into it. He said a it was ingredient-driven. <laughs> Is it locally sourced? It's, yeah. Is there a zoo around here? There might be. It could be. Maybe not anymore. Mm -mm. monkeys are gone. At Ortho Carolina, my personalized orthopedic care feels like home because video visits bring my provider to me. Ortho Carolina, my care, my way. 
Schedule your appointment today at orthocarolina.com. Get ready. Broadway is returning to Charlotte. Blumenthal Performing Arts has an incredible selection of upcoming hits, including the returns of Hamilton and Wicked, plus the long-awaited Charlotte debut of Disney's Frozen and many more fan-favorite musicals and plays. Season tickets are on sale now at BlumenthalArts.org slash BPA Broadway. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. At Ortho Carolina, my personalized orthopedic care doesn't have to wait because after hours, urgent care knows accidents happen. Ortho Carolina, my care, my way. Schedule your appointment today at orthocarolina.com. In general, we had an amazing time at Idlewild, and I know that you guys are... How long have you been in existence now? A couple Since years. Since February 2019. Okay, great. So, yeah. two and a half years. How now. was how was COVID for you guys? You survived, obviously. Surprisingly, not as bad as a lot of other places had it. We are very lucky. And mm-hmm. I think the reason for that is we're small, you know? So, vo- we don't rely on volume as mm-hmm. much as a lot of other places yeah. do. Our overhead is relatively low um, compared to much bigger restaurants or bars, things like that. Sure. Um, so, we were fortunate. Right, and we had happened to come into COVID with a good little chunk of change in the bank, so that kind of helped us out. Mm-hmm. We did get some rent abatement. Um, we did get, end up getting some grants. We were awarded some grants, which oh, is nice. nice. Great. Um, and now we came out pretty well, and we've been busier than ever. We've been busier than pre-COVID. Well, and let's let's talk a little bit about your location too, because now you've got like kind of a perfect setup. Because Idlewild, we're in Noda. Mm-hmm. Um, Idlewild is sitting there, and then you've got a new Jenny's ice cream oh, location yeah. right across the way, and then Orto mm-hmm. is right around the corner. So, to your point about beautiful food, you know, there's this you can have a whole perfect meal. And I was just like Jacob date night, right? Uh, coming up, <laughs> we're gonna be well, right on the light rail happen. as well. Yeah, right? we were right on one of those articles. I think oh, I forget which. Instagram account, Maxios probably, mm-hmm. uh, where it's like, oh, date nights in Charlotte. And one of them was Orto and, oh, gosh. <laughs> we warned you. <laughs> Hit the table. Orto and Idlewild. Yeah. Um, which is, yeah, you know, you can come. I think Noda's a great, I, I'm glad we opened in Noda. I love Noda. I think it's fun. I do think it's nice that we're a little bit different from everything else mm-hmm. there in yeah. a way. And at first it was a bit of an adversity for us because people got the wrong impression. They're like, oh, this is a fancy place. Oh, there's mm-hmm. a wait. Oh, but then once you get in, you're like, okay, it's in not. In fact, it's more Noda than a lot of other things in Noda, to, in True. my mind. The newer things, <laughs> you for know? sure. I yeah. suppose, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I am not a spokesperson for, I don't, I can't say what is. You're not on isn't. the board? No, unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's, it's something, it's different. And so you can go to a bar out there, you know, get some beers and wings. You can go to Orto, you can get a nice Italian dinner. You can come to Idaho to get a nice cocktail. You can do something a lot more casual. You can do something a little fancier. Um, so it's nice. I want to see Noda's nightlife continue to grow. Um, my biggest issue with Charlotte nightlife is walkability, right? Yeah. So everything is, Charlotte's such a spread out city. It's yeah. a huge sprawling city, right? Nothing's centralized really. I mean, we got, so you got nothing good anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, everything's like, when I first got here, it sounded like everything was way farther apart than it actually was. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, you got to go all the way to Uptown. Oh, you got to go all the way to Plaza. I'm like, oh, wait, this it's all like five, ten minutes, minutes right, from yeah. each other, right? But you can't walk from one to the other. Right. There's like a no man's land in between kind of thing. 
So you're stuck in the neighborhood you go to. You can't really yeah. bar hop from bar hop from South End to Noda to Plaza or whatever, right? Um, so I want to see Noda grow. I want to see it become a fun nightlife, quote unquote, district. Um, I mean, it's the arts district, I, arts and entertainment, maybe something like yeah. that. <laughs> It'd be cool. It'd be cool to see Noda continue yeah. to do what it's doing. Things are, are quite more bikeable, I think. Then, and this is the thing that I'm learning through my partner that he's gotten me into into cycling. So mm-hmm. we. Obviously, wouldn't want to go into a nice cocktail bar in our tights, but <laughs> that's <laughs> like, fine. We have no dress code, so oh, that's, that's good to know. That yeah, is yeah. good to know. I'll walk well, in we try and to sit there we sweaty. keep it as casual as like the service there is not speakeasy. You know, right, we, sure. that's a word we shun. Not because we don't like it; it's just not what we are. Yeah. So people don't they don't they come in and they're like, "Hey, I'm wearing shorts. Is that okay?" It's like, "Yeah, man, you come in here, whatever you want to wear." Cool. You know, the hard part about Idlewild on a busy night is yes, there may be a wait. But that's because, you know, we don't crowd it. We try to keep the atmosphere the way it is. It's the nature of the beast. If you're doing fancy drinks and you're chipping ice and all this and fresh juice, you can't just have 500 people in there, right? Yeah. Just, no one's ever going to get a drink. But once you get in there, it's not, you know, we try to keep it as cool. Like the server, when they come through, they're going to sit down next to you. They're not going to be like, hi, my name is, hi, I'm Vince. I'll be your server tonight. Hmm. What can I get you? It's like, hey, what's up? You know what I mean? Yeah. It, that's what we try to shoot for. So people think there's a dress code. They think it's like a in a hoity-toity kind of environment, we try not to do... We try to be the antithesis of that. When I'm sweating that. on your fellow patrons soon, <laughs> I just, well, I'm just i going to hold you to that when they're like, who is this girl with the camel back on? I'm someone, like, can you put back in this? <laughs> someone <laughs> mentioned, one of our staff was like, this is one of the few bars they've been to, which I, I'm, I am proud of this, where you can have someone who's all dressed up for a night on the town sitting next to someone in jeans and a T-shirt Sitting next whatever. to someone in pajamas. Right, and nobody <laughs> feels out of place. That's it's all, awesome. it's kind of just like, you know, you don't have to be, you don't have to come, come as you are. You don't yeah, have to pretend to like be a that. certain way to come here. That's awesome. Um, yeah. If everyone likes a nice drink once in a while. That's <laughs> Especially so when you're riding a bicycle for a <laughs> freaking time. Or buying a new house. There you go. That's yeah. She'll be up the street. So. Be oh yeah? yeah. Congratulations. I'm so excited. Yeah. We're, we're ready. Nice. <laughs> we need that to. So, so speaking of, of that. Yeah. You guys are a note on now. You've been there since February, 2019. You mm-hmm. said. What's next? Are you guys... We're taking a space next door. (gasps) Oh. Mm -hmm. Oh. I think the only person we told about that publicly was Jason Thomas, who's like the... He's he's an awesome guy. He used to work for The Agenda back in the day, but now he does his own like real estate development Instagram. Um, But yeah, we're taking the space next door. We're going to be putting in a... It's a cocktail bar, but high volume. Okay. Um, so no, it's their standing room. There's going to be a patio out front, and there's also going to be a raw bar in there. So oh, exciting. Oh, I'm um, so excited. And like a small kitchen. Like, we'll do small plates. It'll be food food. Yeah. So so this is a, a separate concept to Idlewild, but the same next door. Sp- yeah, right next door. It's going to be connected. Um, Sister concept, perhaps. It's, this is something to complement us. So if we're on a long wait, or, you know, if you don't want to have to do that whole rigmarole yeah. of, like, we'll call you back kind of thing. Um, just go next door. Just yeah. This is a place we want it to be. You just walk in, walk to the bar, get a good cocktail. Love that. You know, a little more volume. There will be a menu there and everything. It's it's different, but um, you don't have to wait for it. You don't have to like, you don't have to be seated. You can just go and grab a drink. Well, what's the timeline on that? When can you expect it? <laughs> we signed this lease a while ago, uh, and we, everything's just so backed up. I'm sure yeah. most people will tell you, um, which is a bad thing in the sense that we'd like to obviously get it open. That's true. Uh, we haven't even started construction yet, and it's been like two months since we signed this thing. It's just getting through permitting is not going to be as big of an issue, but getting the plans drawn up took time. Everyone's backed up with things opening for some reason. Yeah. Um, I think everyone took advantage of the fact that prices went down, but now they're going back up. Mm. Um, I don't know. Eight months? 
something like that. So maybe mid mid next year. We'll have you back on for the opening. We'll (laughs) happily come and try things out for you. Oh, we'll invite you guys to friends (laughs) and family or something (laughs) like that. You guys want to come through. Um, But I don't know when it's going to happen. Right now, we're just going to. Do you have a name? Yeah. I haven't told anybody. I'm it's not a gonna secret. T- I'm not, yeah. anybody. Oh, how exciting. I plan on giving the wrong opening date. Uh, I hate, <laughs> I when we opened Idlewild, um, they, you know, the agenda did their thing and everyone posted about it and we had like, a, it was a disaster. Just a really bad first night because there were so many people there. So I'm going to tell, whatever date I tell, it's either going to be before or after we actually open. I don't know. <laughs> So I'm just gonna. I hope it's date. after, so that we don't just show up <laughs> and knock right. on the door. Like we'll give you oh, some for free. We'll have someone out there, some light ties or something. There's, it's a raw bar, so there's just like a bucket of oysters Can on there. <laughs> right, shuck, <laughs> shuck your own. Shuck, yeah. right. shuck yourself. We will. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Vince, for coming in and, and sharing a little bit about Idlewild. Thank you for making us delicious cocktails. I can't wait to go back and try some more. I feel like it's one of those places that you're not gonna have the same experience any other time so much like improv you never never see the same show twice um so we're looking forward to, to going back and visiting in the future absolutely Thank now for having me. the one thing i have to ask you and we ask this of all of our guests is uh you know we're we're talking about about your concept here but we also want to you know see about things that you are passionate about so if you were going to pay it forward and do a shout out for a restaurant or a bar around town you know where do you like to go what do you love to eat or drink around here oh, that's tough I, I feel bad if I give if I name one place over another just because well Rob Clement I mean? named 20 so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know everything you notice is great I, I do like my neighbors a lot yeah. my Orto's right over there you got some coffee right across um, we send people if there is a wait and they're like, oh, where else should we go? You know, there's a million spots that we usually send people to. The Exchange opened up, and that's new, which I really think is cool. It's, like, right across the street from us. I think a lot of people don't know about it yet just because it's relatively new. Is that new. the market? Yeah, but we at night, they're, they're open oh. late, and they do, like, beer and wine. And I tell people it's very cozy. It's very it's chill. It's a little bodega. We like drunk it. shopped and yeah. bought some stuff. We bought, like, a toothbrush and some lusty monk mustard. Yeah. <laughs> right. We had a great time. Um, I think at nighttime, it's cool. It's, like, way more of a bar vibe. Um, cool. So we send people there. Um, just everything on North Davidson 36. Like we, we try to send there. So go to Noda. Yeah. Go to Noda and drink and eat and all the restaurants. And go pet cats at Mac Tabby. That's right. I right. Love that yes. Place. Drink and pet cats. Yeah. What else do you need? That's I don't it. Drink and pet cats. <laughs> yeah. Go I mean, I think part. I think Charlotte's great. I think there's a lot of cool places. Um, I guess I'll give a shout out to uh, dot 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 over in yeah Park Road Shopping Center. Park Road Shopping Center. A lot of their staff comes to drink with you know they're, they're we'll that's where I'll go if I'm not going out a lot for a cocktail. I think they they do a pretty good job, okay. so mm-hmm. I enjoy that experience there. Um, so yeah, go to dot dot. If you're looking for more of the traditional speakeasy kind of yeah. fancy experience, go there. Um, uh, no pressure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Man, I wish I wish I had a list of stuff. I sh- you Next know time what? I'll it's my fault. Something. I didn't give you a set of things ahead of time. So it's my fault. prompting. I, but, it's because um, I literally came up with it this morning. But no, that's <laughs> <laughs> again, I'm playing a house. Okay, things yeah. are hard. She's, I, she's I do wish, doing a lot. Man, I, I'm just. I don't know. I, I'm happy Charlotte's growing. There's a lot more. I, I want more things other than chains to come to Charlotte. Yeah. I like to see a lot more re- independent. Restaurant tours, you know the JW Marriott's the big opening hubbub right now. Um, What's I, going in there restaurant wise? Do we know already? We have there's Dean's Steakhouse, there's uh, some oyster bar actually, and okay. then there's like a rooftop bar. Mm-hmm. Dean's Italian Steakhouse is the one downstairs or something. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just like I don't know a hotel opening being the biggest news. Right. Yeah. I wish it was like more local stuff. Like Trolley Barn is opening too. I guess that's yeah. another thing. Yeah. They're, they're independently owned, which is cool. Um, I, I want to see more of that. What I'm hearing from Vince is that you and I, Jen, should start our own independent food tour, food yeah, and drink tour like of Charlotte. First stop, Idlewild. 
<laughs> then it should be a last stop. I don't think you want to get that drunk and then go on the rest Are of the tour. Sure? <laughs> I don't, I don't it depends know. on what kind of experience you're looking for. The, the right. First, the first time Jen and I went to Idlewild, it was our first stop. It was yeah. five o'clock, and it was probably a week or two after you opened. No one was there at five o'clock. No. And um, it was beautiful. And then we we got ripped. We got <laughs> we got real drunk, but mostly afterwards as we made our yeah. way back down Noda. And then um, although I will I will out Jen at first oh. on her cocktail, she said oh. no. Candy ginger for me. I'm I'm on keto right yeah. now. By the time we were done with the night, she was like, "You want to order a dozen donuts?" Like we literally, we literally we stopped real, by raining donuts and up. wrecked the whole idea. <laughs> it was a slippery it was a slope. Night. So yeah, the, I last stop no I, I encourage last is the last probably. stop. Right. Unless right, you want right. to eat a dozen donuts. I mean, again, I mean, it depends on what kind of night. You yeah. Really how long or short do you want your night to be? I think right. I was like fresh off of a breakup or something, so it was yeah. like it was high time for a night like that. I don't. Not sorry. So it was fun. Awesome. You guys should do that. That is a good idea. I think ah, someone having sure. a list of like, hey, these are these independently owned. There, there probably is one, and I'm just ignorant of it. But probably not as good as the one we. Because we're gonna make it way better. Right, right, right. Yeah, do one that I've I've heard of. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> make it great. You know, you have a list of places that like people think Jenny's is a local thing sometimes. Right. Or, you know what I mean? They got, they're huge. They're huge. <laughs> Didn't someone famous? Just do something with Jenny's. I forget. They have celebrity. They're like, trying to do Ben and Jerry's stuff. Yeah. Right. I mean, good for her. You know, she is. She is. It's not like it's a big. I mean, yeah. Corporate. It's entity. delicious. We'll yeah, yeah. It's great yeah. ice cream. It's just people aren't always aware. Right. And Charlotte's so inundated with all these new chains coming. Every time yeah. I hear of a new opening, like most of the time, it's a chain. Yep. Right. There's, what, how many snooze am eateries do we have now? I was just That's about right. to say I'm going okay. to Denver next week, and someone was like, "Oh, you have to go to snooze." I was like, "No, there's one in Charlotte now. That's right. Like, we don't exactly. have to do that." You don't. Exactly. You don't. No one. No one should ever say that. I think. <laughs> Uh, it's just you know that's what I that's what I'm looking forward to. So you guys should do that. Well, I, mean, I would love to visit every place you. Put I on. am. We're absolutely on board for this. And you know, just again, thank you, Vince, for you know tapping into the potential of Charlotte and showing us something that we I don't think we realized we needed. Stretching our boundaries a little bit. Yeah. right? that's the name of the game. I, I would love to see this city still finding itself <clears throat> from a culinary or beverage or food and beverage perspective. Um, I think it's in a great direction. I think there's there's well, COVID kind of set it back a little bit. A lot of talent left, but there's still a lot of passion here, and there's people going to come back and everything. It's time for the Roaring Twenties, right? We're going to help it grow. Yeah. Yeah, When when is that going to (laughs) happen? We're working on it. We're working on it. I've got got a spreadsheet. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, thanks so much, Vince. And uh, my name is Jen. My name is Abby. And this has been Amused Amused Boosh. Boosh.